Welcome back for another episode of the 9-5 Adventure Podcast. Oh, I got some great ideas of some upcoming podcasts. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm really excited to say that two people want to come on the podcast, so we're working out the logistics. But they've said they, they listen to it. They said they want to come on, tell some stories, talk about some topics. I think they'll be outstanding, and they're great ideas. I think you're going to love it. So tune in for those. When you see the guest one, definitely click on it and listen to it. And let me know what you think. But it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm excited. You should be too. One of them's a complete character that's probably going to make you laugh the entire time he's on. Um, learn some stuff. Definitely got some good information coming up for uh, for things. So, yeah. Give him a listen. I'm excited about it. I can't say excited enough right now. Anyway, moving on. I want to go to my non-sponsor. I'm going to act like I have a, sp- a sponsor when I don't have a sponsor because I'm practicing for when I do have a sponsor. But this company I really do believe in, and that is Sealite, S-E-E-L-I-T-E, for any of your custom fabricating lighting needs for your adventure vehicle that you oh so love dearly. Four-wheelers, Polaris Rangers, buggies, golf carts, SUVs, trucks, cars, sedans, minivans. Do you have a boat, and do you have Sealite in that boat? If you do not, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go check out this page to get some Sealite in your boat. Because you won't be disappointed. Trust me. It's amazing the work that he does and the things that he does. I've been on the boats before. I know. Full disclaimer, let me give you a background in the guy that created Sea Life. My uncle, who's actually six months younger than my youngest brother, we grew up as basically brothers. He started this company, and he's been on the outdoor channel, outrigging some of the best duck hunters in the world's boats on there. At the age of three, he built a remote control car. They could go up one ramp, do a flip, and land on another ramp 50 feet away out of Legos and a motor that he ripped out of some sort of tool in my grandfather's garage. Yeah, he's that smart. He put it this way. He's a engineer. He was an engineer at a nuclear plant, and he married his wife that is smarter than him. He married up from that position. Do I need to sell this anymore to you? No, I don't. Sea Light. S-E-E-L-I-T-E. Go check them out. Enough said. You won't be disappointed. Tell them that the 9-5 Adventure Podcast sent you because that would be hilarious. If somebody from this podcast went there to check out Sea Light, I think it would be great. That being said, I think I'm going to become a professional commercial guy. I think that was pretty good. I didn't do a read at all on that. That's made up off the top of my head with one go. So, uh, yeah. That's going to lead me perfectly into what I want to talk about today in the podcast. And that is, what is your passion? And I don't say that in a self-help life. I say that in, how did you discover it? How did any of you find your passion if you did find it? Or are you like me? And when you read those things like, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Well, what is it that I love? How can I find this? You know, where does that exist? Um, I realized with something Kim said about, a, you know, adventure I need to talk about, which we will get into. And a picture, between that and a picture of me when I was 19, 20 years old or so, of uh, starting my first adventure that, oh man, I've been thinking about it all wrong. I've been thinking about it all wrong. So let's get into it, and I can tell you how I was thinking about it all wrong. Going rewind machine and back to when I was 19, 20 years old, I really wanted to have a river runs through it moment. If you have not seen the movie, I'll try to explain it to you. If you have seen the movie, I don't really know exactly what it is about. But the moment I wanted 
was the moment that stuck out on my mind from a little kid. And that is the father takes the two sons hiking through the woods to this remote spot in the river that they only know about, and he teaches them to fly fish. And they throw the fly out, and it's got to land perfect. And then they wait for this fish to come up and bite it, and the intensity. And it comes up, and it hits the fly. And then they fight this fish in the river as it's raging through, not caring whether the fish is there or they are there. And they reel in this fish, and they put it in their basket after a long struggle. That's the moment that I wanted. I wanted it so much that I got the hat and the vest. I didn't get the basket, which I was very disappointed. Me and my buddy didn't get it. But um, anyway, we... We definitely got the hats. And I mean, I know you can imagine it. Google it. 19 years old with the river runs through it hat. Yeah, Kim saw the picture. She was impressed. She didn't say it, but she was impressed. Complete stud. Anyway, uh, me and my buddy Kevin, my, he equally wanted this moment as bad. So we got together, bounced ideas off of each other, where to go, what to do, whatnot. And uh, uh, man, got my parents' Econoline van that had a seat in the back that, fold, that folded down into a bed. Headed up to Russellville, Arkansas, picked him up, shot over to Durango, Colorado. We started there. We circled spots on a paper map because I'm pretty sure they didn't have GPS back then. At least I wasn't aware of it. And uh, all these rivers that we wanted to hit. And then we talked to people at fly shops and found different spots to hit and whatnot and have you. We zigzagged sleeping in Walmart parking lots and sneaking into campsites to take showers because we didn't have enough money to stay there. And had a little propane stove that we would cook on, the stuff we bought from the Walmarts, grocery stores. And we did that all the way up to Fort Collins and just north of Fort Collins, almost in Wyoming. And that was the most epic spot right there. That's the spot where I had my moment. Me and that rainbow trout that I caught right up there will forever be tied together. It was beautiful. I loved it. I loved being out in the wilderness in the remote area. And so I'll always remember it. A couple other things I'll always remember and the things I learned from that trip. Um... Number one, and most important, eating wolf brand chili and hot dogs. Too many nights in a row, not a good idea. It's not healthy for you. Second thing, when you're going fly fishing or doing some sort of activity a long ways away from where your normal habitat is, you need to research it a little bit to make sure you have the right equipment. I went with a 10 to 12 weight rod surfing in the, uh, fishing in the salt water to think I was gonna have this moment with this rod in Colorado. I was mistaken. It was like taking a deep sea fishing rod with a big old weight and a squid on it, throwing it out there and expecting I was going to catch a rainbow or brown. Well, it was never going to happen, so I had to learn on the fly. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, I crack myself up sometimes. That was terrible. Um, but for real, that's what it was like. And people walked by and they laughed. And I could see them looking at me weird and I didn't know why at first. But hey, I'm still going to send it the best motivational speaker of our time right there it's not a joke live your life and send it all the time like that guy for sure and then if you get laughed at you go back and you do it better next time but you never know until you send it in life <laughs> i'm gonna say that this guy's for real like the best motivational speaker in my eyes and that says something either about me or about the rest of the world I'm not exactly sure but sending it through this podcast is what we're gonna do Moving on. And that brings me to why I think about... Um, why, what this thought brought about uh, the uh, thinking about passions. There we go. Got back on track. <laughs> I kind of lost the, like the words there for a second. Um, passion. What I'm passionate about. Because 
from that point to this story I'm going to tell you now, which Kim suggested that I tell about an adventure, I had not taken any adventures. And a piece of me was missing. And what I did was I got sucked into that 9 to 5 life. That's how it happened. Looking back on it in retrospect, I got sucked into that 9 to 5 um, constantly thinking I had to be obligations and this and that. Just... Uh, work is more important, focusing on career, taking care of family maybe, whatever it may be. But that, you know when you get sucked into that, we're going to call it 9 to 5 with no adventure. The 9 to 5 blah blah. You know, you want to, the people I surrounded myself to, you know, I was surrounding myself with people that didn't foster the same value of the adventure that I have. And they weren't bad people. I just fed the blah blah wolf. You've got two wolves inside of you, like the old Indian thing says. Two wolves inside of you. One is a passion wolf, and the other one is a blah blah wolf. And I fed the blah blah wolf with the people I surrounded myself with, and it kind of like overtook my being. Instead of feeding the passion wolf, where it took over, and this thing's down here smaller, just living off the crumbs of the passion wolf. If anybody anywhere can ruin an, a powerful Indian fable, I just did. Yeah, that's where I went with it. But passion wolf, feed it, I don't care. Feed him. Feed him all the food. Give him a Golden Corral buffet line of food to make him fat and happy and control. So, anyway. Um, so, this is how I got out of it. You know, you can see, like, I saw a friend. I saw a friend um, share this just because I think it's pertinent to what we're talking about. Ha- have a conversation with a friend. I can see in his eyes he's stuck in that same sort of 9 to 5, the no adventure thing. I can still get stuck there, too. I'm so thankful I have Kim around. So thankful. Can't give her enough praise ever. Love of my life. But um, you can get stuck there very easy and go back into it. But you can see in his eyes that he just wanted to get out and do things, but he couldn't figure out how to get out of this mode. And this is how I did it. I'm going to share my story in that. Busiest time of the year. I obviously never take summer vacations because of that. And it's just me and the kids at this point. I'm feeling like a bad parent right now, not providing the same adventures and same experiences for my kids as I had. And it's summer, they're off, nothing to do. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to take a big step for me. Very liberating. And I said, I didn't ask. I'm taking a week off in the summer to take my kids somewhere. So I did it. And wow, it's looking back on it this kicked off where I would end up in the rest of my life but or my life right now which is the happiest I've ever been and what we did was I set out for Santa Fe New Mexico because I'd never been there um, the kids had never been obviously never been there but wanted to go someplace where we could both kind of adventure and know we could make it there and then anywhere else we may, we go is just like we're going to have a no plan plan type of thing again um Remember that, put the sail up, let the wind take me wherever I go. That's pretty much it. Like, head towards Santa Fe and wherever that thing blows me. Um, I talked to a guy at the CrossFit gym. I just started CrossFit. I talked to him. He told me about Palador Canyon in, in Amarillo area and to stop there on my way through and camp because I told him I was going to camp in some of the spots. So uh, we stopped there. I recommend the place. I just don't recommend camping in summer there unless you're prepared for that. I recommend a cabin. They've got nice facilities. At that It's a nice park, and it's really big. It's really remote, lots of wildlife, super pretty, tons of pictures, mountain biking, hiking, 
you name it, they got it for outdoors, and it's a it's a unique place that definitely I would go back to for sure. Um, however, I do not I I wouldn't go I would go in spring or fall to enjoy it better. But if you want to go in summer, cabin is suggested for sure with an air conditioner because. 98 degrees at 11.30 at night with two kids that want to snuggle at that time in a tent doesn't really work out too good. I woke up sweating where I could bring my shirt out. I'm pretty sure I was having a heat stroke. Delirious. I got out of the tent. I zipped up the tent and the screen to protect the kids. I laid down the back of the truck with no padding and no pillow. And I braved the 747-sized mosquitoes that they have at Paladuro Canyon in the summertime to stay cool. It was that important to me. That's why I don't suggest uh, the camping in the summer there. But to each their own. If you want an adventure, that's a good way to get one. So we pack up. We hike. We hike around Paladoro Canyon, get some good pictures, go up to the top of some points and stuff, and just have a great old time. Um, get back on the road. See Cadillac Ranch. Stop by there. The kids spray paint it. They have a great time. And... Uh, they're asleep now on the way to Santa Fe on the road. And I see a billboard sign. This is the kind of trip it was. I see a billboard for a sign that says Blue Hole. Exit now. Swimming. So I exit. Exit there. Go. I get there. I wake them up. I say, get dressed. We're going swimming. They go, at the hotel? We're in Santa Fe? I said, no. We're far from it. Just come on. We're going to have an adventure. So they get dressed. They get the swimsuit on. And it's this. It's totally free. The city has built it up. It's it's a swimming hole, natural swimming hole that's 65 degrees year-round and it goes 85 feet deep. And they have uh, cages down there for diving, practicing, doing all your thing. They've got these rocks on the side and the city has taken them and made them perfectly safe for all the kids to walk up, you know, a little railing or whatever to, to help them through. Um, and it goes about 30 feet up above the water. You can jump off and spin and twist and flip and you name it. And we just stayed there and played. You know, if you jump in, if it's 102 outside and you jump into 65 degree water and then you get out, it's like cryotherapy times a thousand by nature. It's so refreshing on your muscles. You just feel so recovered after that. Um, so yeah, at this point, I realized that that the piece of me is coming back now. Now a piece of me is coming back. I'm free. There's no phones. You know, I'm not tied to something. I can't swim with it. I'm just enjoying the moment with my kids. And this right here, sharing it with somebody, doesn't matter whether it's your kids or somebody. It's just sharing it with somebody is important. And especially somebody that you care deeply for. So I'll say that too. I could be a best friend as well. I'm just saying sharing it with somebody is very important. So, well, I mean, by yourself is cool, but, you know, whatever. I'll continue on. Um, so we continue on to Santa Fe. I get up the next morning and go to, to uh, Caveman Coffee to watch the sunrise, get a workout in an Undisputed Fitness. Oh, I love both of those things. They got a 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu there. But sitting there and watching the sunrise in Santa Fe, if you've never seen a sunrise in Santa Fe or a sunset in Santa Fe, both of them, they're as magical as they say they are. Something about the mountains and the way the sun reflects off of it. Uh, it, all these color, bright colors come around and swirl around and it's just it's incredible and I love sitting and watching sunsets and sunrises and if you add coffee in there bonus especially the caveman so uh, really cool 
that's a really cool environment. I suggest going there because of the attitude and the environment there at Undisputed Fitness. They really do a good job of making you feel welcome, giving you places to go, and the, just the vibe is really cool, energetic, and positive. So, cool place to work out if you're in Santa Fe. And, yeah, so I, the night before, I had given the kids an option whether they want to go white rear, whitewater rafting or to this little waterfall. They chose the waterfall. We hiked to the waterfall. It's about two and a half miles to get the thing um, up this mountain. And it's not a heavily trafficked one. It's kind of a, it's a small waterfall. Locals go to it. But we hiked down it, and the kids said, Dad, you should quit your job and become a professional hiker guy. You're so good at this. And they think just think you're Superman when you're doing fun stuff like that. So uh, they got to see old trees, to see how small they were in nature and stuff. And just, I'm starting to get filled up with the twinkle in their eye. And so this is, this really is, man. It's getting me on the path back to my, to where I'm at right now. It's so amazing to just talk about it and realize it right now as I'm going through the story. But, um, so we take off from there. We go to check out downtown or the town of Santa Fe a little bit. And then we go back to the hotel to discover what we're going to do tomorrow. It's either Colorado or Albuquerque. They chose Albuquerque. We take off to go to Albuquerque and we see this little sign that says Tent Rocks National Park. So whip it in there. And wow, I, I mean, what an amazing sight. If I'd never done that, I, man, I wouldn't, that trip would not have been the same. Um, these cool pathways carved in the mountain not just naturally carved and they go back and forth like waves and sometimes you have to walk sideways through them um, to to get through the places there's little holes where kids can crawl through they can climb up on the walls a little bit you can touch either side a lot of sides with your hands um, so much fun and so pretty that the kids didn't even realize that I hiked about three to four miles to get to the top to overlook it and then back so um well-maintained national park too trails are way maintained kids can go of all ages really fun place Uh, definitely a spot to check out lots more trails than just what we went on than those but that's the really really pretty one so um yeah that was well worth it we continue on to albuquerque we stay there we go to some hot springs the next day on the other side of that mountain and a lava dam um the hot springs wasn't as hot as what i was expecting it's my first time in there too and you, we hiked up the mountain to go instead of going to the little bathhouse thing. Probably should have gone there, but I mean, we wanted to go in the in the side of the mountain and it was free, so we hiked up there. We got in that, um, hiked down and go to the lava dam. That was pretty cool. It, lava dam had this like little tunnel way with naturally made windows, just how the way it fell, and you could walk all the way through on the inside and see where the water was on the outside, and then climb up on top of it, and then uh, jump in the water and and play. It was deep enough to where you could play and then let the river like kind of take you down into the small part of the river. So uh, just all in all, a really good time. And then we loaded up from there and we headed back. And uh, wow, what a good time. And to think now, looking back on it, that that was the step that got me back into a piece of me that I had let go. Totally my fault, I let it go and I I got it back. And so, um, man, I can't, that's a way to do it sending it so to speak saying yes to going to something stepping outside of what your comfort zone is now if you feel yourself in that box you know do something new something adventurous uh, something you may have wanted to do that you haven't pulled the trigger on yet it's 
and and also going back to the people you surround yourself with let's talk about a little bit of inspiration right now i'm getting a little bit of inspiration and i'll fill that passion bucket i said passion bucket i did it let me tell you we're filling up so many passion buckets and dumping out we're flooding it and making a river that's going to run through some places i mean for real what you know what the name of this podcast is going to be passion buckets and paladuro that could be a t-shirt right <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe i'm being dumb a t-shirt if we ever do anything like where we were to make t-shirts to sell maybe we'll make a paladuro no passion bucket and paladuro t-shirt oh anyway let's fill in passion buckets for a second and be inspirational the people in my lives that i'm thankful for obviously my wife a number one love of my life uh she keeps me going with this stuff and always wants to be me to be better and like i can feel the love off of that if you never felt man i just love her and it's getting mushy so i gotta stop i gotta go on to the next one um the next one let me tell you like surrounding yourself with people <sighs> this guy let's say he's, he's a friend and he's an artist and he's an extremely good artist he has not let anybody derail him. There's not a question about it. He's going to do art for his living. And that is it. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That right there is inspiring. And he's such a good artist. And it's going to work out for him. It already is. And it's so crazy and inspiring to see. I'm not jealous of it. I'm inspired by it. I want to be around that. Let that energy feed me. Another one is a good friend of ours that is a professional golfer. And he's work, trying to work his way up to be on the PGA Tour. And he'll get there. And I know that because he doesn't let anybody re- like derail him from his dream either. Uh, he doesn't ever talk about a plan B. There is only plan A, and that is his dream of playing golf. And you know, so so inspiring to be around people like that that take that. Because so oftentimes, I mean, it really is true the cliche of you quit right before you make it. Every, everybody quits right before their break would have come. Let's think about if Michael Jordan had quit and somebody had derailed him. And we'd never have him there. I, I mean, perfect. I got a perfect example of that. I actually heard somebody in a conversation with them tell me that he wasn't going to let their kids play or encourage them to play high school sports because it's so hard to make varsity and they're not going to go anywhere anyway. The chances are so small, so don't even try. Yeah. I know. If you're screaming at your radio or you give it a look, like, I can't, there's no way. Yeah. And if you're that person, think about this for a second. That sounded terrible. It really did. And you can change your way of thinking. I fully believe that. But, man, I was just flabbergasted that this came up. Think about that if that was Michael Jordan's parents or Michael Jordan that said, I'm never even going to make the North Carolina team. So, I mean, out of high school, I barely made my high school team. So, I mean, come on. Why even try? I'm not even going to play high school ball now. What? Feed those little monsters. Feed them. Give them them so many passion buckets that it's overflowing with passion bucket. And they just have so many things they're good at. That's what I say. Find what they love. You know, get them started out on the right foot. Including yourself. Find your passion bucket no matter what age you're at. You can do it. You know, my dad was kind of an inspiration for that. He could, you know, he turned, he switched careers in the middle, uh, middle age. He went in and he said, you know what? I'm going to go back to school and become an administrator of nursing homes. And he did. Just set his mind to something and he did it. It's just kind of like, I hear people say, I'm too old to really do anything. Then nobody will hire me. He proved them wrong. 
and forever inspired by people like that that are talented that put their mind to something and finish it and get it done. So surround yourself with people like that. This is this is what we need to do. This is what we need to feed. Uh, feed our passion wolf with passion buckets and overflow it. Oh, I love it. Passion buckets and paladuro. Okay. So now that we've all been inspired, we've had a mush fest, and we figured out that we know we're going to try to find what our passion is, I don't know what else I have to talk about on this episode. So with that being said, go check out the 95 Adventure Instagram. That's 9, spelled out 5, Adventure, all one word. Uh, you'll see pictures of my insanely talented wife. It's pictures from our adventures, and if you get ideas of where to go from there, awesome. Shoot us a DM and let us know about it. Um, if you've been there, tell us your story. DM us. Put it on the Instagram page. I would love to hear about it. Um, I'd love to hear about your passions in life. Just whatever. If you have anything, send it to that, the Instagram, 95adventures. Um, until next time and the next adventure, bye!